Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and Julie Harris, we are back. Yes, we are indeed. Yes, and uh, we are talking this week, and this is the last of the five-part series. We're talking about um, and really comparing and contrasting all the most popular real estate lead generation and oftentimes business systems or business models. And if you're listening for the first time or if you're just hoping to understand a summary of what you've been listening to all week, when you get into real estate, generally speaking, people are going to try to get you to follow um, you know, it's going to be typically centers of influence and past clients. It's going to be marketing and branding. It might be prospecting. It might be mark, uh, like advertising, social media, social media. There seems to be a pretty, I'd say clearly defined paths that most agents sort of fall into and they don't take the time to actually compare and contrast. Well, is this actually the path I want to be on? Does mm-hmm. this direction actually get me going where I want to go? Well, hell, where do I want to go? Right? Well, that's <laughs> right. And this can be super confusing because everybody seems to be throwing you a different message. You get special offers in your email and they're texting you and everybody's system is the solution to all of your lead generation woes. So we appreciate that it can be very confusing, but also we've seen through hundreds of thousands of coaching calls and many coaching clients that failing to plan, you know, failing to have a plan means that you're essentially planning to fail because you're not really following anything. And remember that the word focus stands for follow one course until successful. So it's important that you know what that course is and that you don't become a dabbler. Dabblers don't tend to make very much money in real estate. Well, really, ultimately, what she just said, hopefully you guys understood the importance of the whole focus thing, right? And we talk a lot about that in our book, Harris Rules. Harris Rules is really, I I would say it's the most comprehensive, well, I would say this, right? Mm -hmm. But it is. It's the most comprehensive real estate book that covers all the most important facets from starting at ground zero and building a a huge real estate practice. And one of the tenets of Harris Rules, and you should apply this to your life and your business and your personal life, is spokes on the wheel. Now, I know we've talked about this every day, but it really is important that you are very clear in your head about this. So let me quickly summarize. Spokes on the wheel is simply an analogy that Julie and I created years ago that's designed to help you understand the importance of having multiple spokes on your lead generation wheel. And each of those spokes have to stand on their own. Maybe we didn't drill down on that enough during the previous shows this week, but that really is critical. One spoke can't be overly dependent on the other. But, you know, again, imagine you're rolling down the, you know, the street and your bicycle wheel and has only one spoke and you hit a little pebble in the road and well, guess what happens? That wheel's going to collapse and you're going to go falling down. So maybe two spokes makes the wheel a little stronger. Well, ultimately, it's five or six spokes that make the wheel to the point where it could pretty much withstand anything that's thrown at it. Now, I'm going to tell you guys a quick coaching story. I had a coaching, well, I had a gal that came to Julie and I who was a very, still is a very, I would say, well-known, even famous, if you will, over-the-phone prospector. She is absolutely lethal at Centers of Influence and Past Clients. She's in the, the Carolinas. And so centers of influence, past clients, FISBOs, expires, and things like that. So she was, um, you know, building a business where she had, I think, five or six assistants working for her team members, and she was selling, I think, like 175 homes per year. Well, guess what? Most of the work was being done by her with regards to the over-the-phone prospecting because she was really good at it. 
She was one of these people that could make like five or six contacts and set, you know, to sellers and set a pre-qualified listing appointment. And that's really the, you, we coach all of you who want to focus on prospecting as your core spoke. We do move you towards the idea that you're going to be able to set one pre-qualified listing appointment a day. And our best proctor, prospectors absolutely do do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she got laryngitis. Now, I want you to think about this. Her whole livelihood is dependent on her ability to speak, right? I think it was like laryngitis, laryngitis plus mono. It, well, wasn't, it wasn't like a week-long experience. It, it was kind of devastating. You're jumping the story ahead, but Sorry. what Julie just said yeah. is right. So she had laryngitis. The doc, Now, she's telling us this after the fact, right? We didn't know her when she had this. Yeah. So she had laryngitis. Her laryngitis was so bad, to Julie's point, she developed other problems. She, of course, being an agent whose whole livelihood is dependent on prospecting, um, kept prospecting, and then she lost her voice. And I don't know if you guys have had laryngitis before, probably all of you had, but you'll lose your voice for maybe two or three days. If you do what the doctor said, you'll get over it pretty quick. Well, <laughs> yeah. she didn't, nope. and she lost her voice for like a month, so much so that probably for like she says, again, we met her after, uh, after the fact, that for like six months after she was even able to talk again, her voice didn't sound the same. So don't follow doctor's advice. You know, no. play dumb games, yeah. win dumb prizes, basically. Exactly, right. right. So she called us, and she said – uh, this is back when Julie and I were doing a lot of webinars. This was even before our podcast. And she said, um, you know, I heard you guys talking about spokes on the wheel. And I realized finally. <laughs> what that, that I, really means. Right. That I need, exactly. That I need to have more than just one spoke. And my one spoke is prospecting. And then for her, we started working on, I think it was actually, she wanted to do some uh, geographic farming of all mm-hmm. things. She was, she had the cash flow to support things that were going to take longer to some actually campaigns have. campaigns and things. Exactly. So that's what we put in place for her. But moral of the story is, if you are a one-spoke wonder, as she was, even if it's a terrific spoke, a fantastic spoke. Well, any spoke could make you a one-spoke wonder. You know, when there was a housing crash, REO agents became one-spoke wonders when the market turned around. That's right. You know, and I had a coaching client ages back that, you know, she had done about 90% of her business had been through, I think it was USAA Relo. Mm-hmm. And they had been, I mean, she was doing like 80 deals a year. She had a great Relo business, but her broker lost that relationship. And that was the end of that. It happens in different forms, too. We focus a lot on listings, but even if you're, say, for example, you've got a brokerage or a team, and your main source of buying buyer leads for your buyer's agents has been uh, you know, Zillow, and now all of a sudden Zillow decides, well, guess what? We're doing this flex agent thing, and you're not invited to participate. Or if you were invited to participate, listen to what I'm about to say, listeners. Now you have to pay this exorbitant, uh, this huge amount of uh, you know money per month. Oh, how about a 35 uh, percent referral fee that we're going to move to 42 percent? Not good enough. How about this one? How about if you don't use our CRM, we're not going to allow you to be a flex agent. And when you're using our CRM, you're we're going to monitor who on your team is actually doing the best with the Zillow leads. We're going to know the intel inside your business. And don't be surprised if we actually start soliciting your team members to offer to sell them um, Zillow leads directly and try to make them flex agents as well. True story. Yeah, true story. Because that's obviously what's better for us. Carrie Shaw, by the way, is the one who told us that. And she is one of the most successful agents in the country. We're going to have her on the podcast soon. She and her team did $732 million, Yes, you heard that right. In 2021. Um, and yeah, she's part of our EXP Realty Group. But there's a lot of other stories like that. Point being, one spoke wonders can take mm-hmm. forms in different, many, many different yep. ways. Um, I'll give you another example. We had some really good friends. Well, they were competitors, but they were still friends. They were, we were friendly with them, right? Mm-hmm. We sold real estate. And they sold. They were really dominant in a particular geographic area of Muirfield. And this was a, some of you who play golf know what I'm talking about. But this is when Julie and I sold real estate in Columbus, Ohio. 
Well, this was in Dublin, Ohio. Golf course community if you're not a golfer. Yeah. And so she was, and her and her husband were, Chip and Sue Parrish, were really amazing agents, still probably are, mm-hmm. and really dominated this Muirfield area. Well, Muirfield became a little bit, uh, has been, and people started to move to this era, other area across town and other areas in general. And so Muirfield, the homes became dated. They needed remodeled. People, you know, moved away. And so this community on a whole started to become depressed. Well, there one spoke was their social, you know, from being centers of influence, past client focused. Um, and really, they were doing geographic farming in that particular community. So that one spoke of that community failed. You guys getting what I'm saying? And so they were then stuck having invested years and years of their lives in a market that wasn't going to be essentially on the ascension for quite a, a long period of time. I remember that very specifically. I remember oceans of inventory. Oceans. And, and all of it was pretty beat. And all that took, you know, there were times where houses would expire not once, not twice, but three times before they'd sell. Yeah. And you go out there and they're like, really, you could tell that in their day, which was mostly in the seventies and maybe early eighties. Well, they were cool then. They were amazing. Yeah. And some of them really were, mm-hmm. but they were massive and there was no money in restoring because the market was flat. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, Tough. Well, you, you need to have multiple spokes in each of the spokes needs to be interdependent or I'm sorry, independent of the other spoke. So if you, for example, are thinking, well, I have a real estate team or I have a brokerage and I have multiple spokes inside my brokerage. They're working with buyers. You know, my buyer's agent work with buyers. My listing agents or me, I work with sellers. Okay, well, that's fine. But the whole thing is still, it's an, it's an interdependent spoke. One thing, mm-hmm. um, if one thing fails, basically your whole business is going to slow down. Uh, so I'm going to give you another little idea here. And then Julie and I are going to get to what we feel should be definitely on everyone's uh, lead generation wheel, what we feel are the two strongest, and none of you will be surprised for long-term, long-time Tim and Julie fans, right? Um, But these will be the most predictable, duplicatable, least expensive, um, and frankly, most sustaining spokes. And we're about to tell you guys about those um, in two seconds. But here's the thing to keep in mind. When you're deciding to put a spoke on your wheel, I want you to think about this and never forget it. Um, And it's easy for me to say this. That's where the um came from because we've made this mistake too. But never build your mansion on land you don't own. Now, in some cases, it's impossible not to do that. But the reality of it is is you need to make your business, if you really want to build a strong business, don't make it based on something that you can't control. And the best example uh, that all of you can relate to is any form of social media, YouTube, Google search, all these different things. So when you, for example... I'll give you a really recent example. Instagram used to be about pictures. Instagram, to compete with TikTok, decided they wanted to make it about short videos. So all the agents that had invested tons and tons of effort into making, in some cases, really beautiful Instagram you know, uh, channels, basically, their uh, channels were not getting as much priority in the uh, Instagram search algorithm. And so they were starting to lose Instagram as a potential source of business if it was even working in the first place, because people were putting up short videos and those were getting preference. So now they had to start from ground zero. Now that has happened countless times in countless different ways. YouTube is notorious uh, for changing search uh, priorities. Uh, You'll see Google, Google uh, will come out with uh, a little, you know, silly innocuous name. This is called white, white snuggly bunny. You know, right. (laughs) Right. That all of a sudden, basically all the work that you'd spent uh, trying to get your your site SEO just, just, you know, been eviscerated. What you guys, if you think about all the examples we're giving you, even the example of being overly dependent on a particular area, you can't control the market fluctuation. So you built your uh, mansion on land you didn't own. So before you decide to invest in anything, think about 
making think about how fragile it is. And ultimately, if you want a really long-term sustainable business, you need to make your business anti-fragile so that it's dependent ultimately on you and your skill set that's portable, that's uh, you know predictable and duplicatable, and not something that just overnight could be you know taken away from you because you built your mansion on land you didn't own. You guys get the analogy, right? You wouldn't build a house on land you didn't own because eventually what will happen is the person who owns the land is going to say, well, I want my land back, and you'd spent all this money and time building your mansion, and guess what he gets as well? Your mansion. So he gets his land, and he gets your mansion for free. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the way it works. That's right. And I think ultimately, if you want to shake that all down, it comes down to having as many spokes as possible that you do control. I like the saying, if it's meant to be, it's up to me, right? That way, somebody can't pull that rug out from under your feet and say, guess what? We've changed the rules and no more leads for you or the quality of leads, quantity of leads. Any of those things can change. So that leads us to our topics for today, which are largely in that category of controlled by you. Now, go back and listen to the previous four days. And what you'll again see, and I hopefully I explain this sufficiently at the top of the today's show is that these are, for the most part, the most prominent systems that most agents sort of find themselves in. And we went through all of them. We sort of were giving you the pluses and the minuses of each. And so these last two are the ones that when when you come to us as a coaching client and you join Premier Coaching, really any of our other coaching uh, programs, maybe you want your own private coach and you join a Premier VIP or one of the other programs, one of the first thing we're going to do is we're going to find out if you have business coming in, where your business was coming from, and we're going to try to make those, you know, hypothetically those lead sources into real uh, strong spokes. We're going to see what you're doing and make it better. Now, with that said, we're also then going to do, I bet, I, it's a bit of an analysis of what you are capable of having what you're capable of doing personally. Not all of you are going to want to be YouTube stars. Not all of you are going to want to be over-the-phone prospectors. And in what time frame you have to spend on it, right? So maybe you will potentially be a pretty good YouTube influencer. However, your bank account does not allow for a 90-day or six-month or one-year runway for you to figure out all of those things. So it's a big assessment. You know, I did a couple of those yesterday. And, you know, it comes assessments, you mean, well, in terms of like, well, what is what is the skill level and what is the financial runway? Right. So if you say, you know, did really well in the stock market, you invested it, you've got a ton of savings and you don't it doesn't really matter if you sell a house this month or not. You want to try something out and you want to develop it. Well, that person has different freedom to do this kind of thing than somebody who says, you know what, I need to put food on my family's table next month. I need a transaction in the next 60 days or less. So the moral of the story is what Julie just described is all of you. None of you really are walking into real estate (laughs) with a huge, you know, amount of money. Very Very few. I think over the past 20 years, you and I have had maybe like two people like that. Super unusual. But for the most part, everybody needs to earn money you know, pretty much for the next, you know, 120, maybe 180 days. And if you don't, you're going to start burning through your savings or having borrowed money to pay your bills. Mm -hmm. So the last two prominent lead, um, I would say, in business systems and real estate that you hear a lot of people talking about, the next one, let's just do um, this one right here. Yep. Okay. So this one we talk about all the time, and this is actually the first thing that we prescribe all of you to do. And, And the reason is, is because it requires the least amount of skill and I know from experience that pretty much all of you will do it. Well, <laughs> that's called, right. Yeah. It's called Centers of Influence and Past Clients. And now here, it again, it's a very simple system to put in place. It's not very, um, it, certainly not a lot of skills. But the problem is it is not predictable and duplicatable. 
That's right. So we know for a fact, because, you know, we did it ourselves. We have many coaching clients, many coaching stories over the years that most of the time your first several deals will come from this spoke. And that's past clients. Well, when you get your license, you don't have any, but certainly your center of influence. These are people who know, love and trust you already which makes this a great foundational spoke because it requires less skill. These are people who maybe are going to help you out. You know, your mom, your cousin, your aunt, your friend that you grew up in high school with. Well, you already said it. They know, love, and trust you already. So you're with a real estate license. And even though you might have a skills deficit because they know you're new, uh, they're still going to do business with you. Kind of objection-free overall. So traditionally, most new agents will do two deals from centers of influence and past clients as long as they, you know, essentially let those people know that they're here to be of service to them. Mm -hmm. And and so it's, I would say it's an ironic fact that most consumers really never try to qualify uh, one agent versus the other. I know there's a lot of agent rating sites and reviews and all the rest of it, but at the end of the day, consumers pretty much see all agents as the same. And if you happen to have, a, you know, so pretty much your, it's a level playing field in the perceptions of most consumers, but they already know, love, and trust you, chances are you're going to be able to pick off a couple of uh, relatively easy deals. You'll be surprised. You just got to follow, you got to have conversations. You got to let them know that I'm in coaching. I know what I'm going to do. I have real estate coaches. I have a mentor. I'm having these, you know, people around me that are helping me do transactions. And then they'll, you'll be surprised mm -hmm. how frequently you can do deals the second you get your license. Now, let me warn you, there's a, Here's the pluses and minuses of this one. First of all, if you do it passively, which you can, if you do it passively, you're going to get about 25% of the results if you do it versus proactively. What do I mean? A lot of the centers of influence and past client systems, remember we were talking about dominant business systems, are going to be about you buying a bunch of stuff and giving it out. You're going to become like, <laughs> Julie and I call them tchotchkes. Pop buys a lot of times that's what it's called. But, you know, little presents, gifts, things that you do when you're door knocking or maybe even open houses. But that's still relatively passive. It's better than doing nothing, but it's not very predictable. Right. And why are you doing that? Because there's no rejection. Why are you doing that? Because it makes you feel like you're doing something. Why are you doing that? Because it puts you – and, again, these aren't all bad things, right? I'm not saying these are bad things. But it does put you in a position where you could hypothetically um, have someone want to work with you. But it, guess what? It's expensive. It takes a lot of time. And you can drop off a thousand pumpkin pies in November, but that's not going to guarantee that any of those people are going to want to do business with you. You cannot say for damn sure, I just delivered a thousand pumpkin pies. I'm going to get 50 leads from it. You can't. It doesn't work no. that way. And that ultimately is, I would say, truthfully, that's one of the least. Of, so most everyone is centers of influence and past clients oriented when they get in. That's Nowadays, right. it's yeah. centers of influence and past clients in social media. Mm -hmm. And they wonder why their business is so fragile. And it's because those things are so unpredictable. You cannot wake up in the morning and make it so that you get a real, you know, essentially a, a um, pre-qualified lead. You can't. No, that's true. However, by the same token, that does not mean that you should not work and develop this spoke. You just have to recognize that it takes time and nurturing. Remember that when we ask the most grizzled professionals, grizzled veterans of real estate, you know, 30-year veterans, thousands of past clients, what would you have done differently? What advice do you have for somebody with less experience than you? They always say the same thing. I would have done a better job with my database, with my past clients' centers of influence. So this is a great foundational spoke. It gets you started. You know, you do a great job. You don't screw it up. You're going to get some referrals. But it also requires that you actually speak with people in your database on a regular basis and that you systematically go about that. This is a spoke that should live on forever for everyone. 
So that's the important thing. It's not that we don't want you to work it, but you have to recognize that it is an ongoing process. Exactly. And one of the first things we're going to want you to do when you join Premier Coaching is definitely get into action with your center of influence and past client system. And one of the things, if you want to do the pop buys and the dropping stuff off, if you want to do all that stuff, go for it, but you really don't have to. Because, you know, again, we've sort of told these stories so many times on our <laughs> podcast. But if you are going to not actually call people or have direct contact with people using our scripts, and by the way, most of our centers of influence and past client scripts, they are not really about trying to generate, overtly trying to generate a real estate lead. They're you bringing something of value to the person. Um, because here's the flip side to it. If you think you're going to have the same result by dropping off forget-me-not seeds in April, well, guess what? That seller probably is receiving forget-me-nots uh, seeds from several other agents who also have that same person in their center of influence and past client list. But the one who calls them is the one who's going to win. Right. Ultimately, guys, be very clear about this. If you're worried about AI, and yes, we're putting together a podcast on chat GPT and all the other AI things. If you're worried about all of these different systems uh, replacing you or essentially making it so that you have less value to the marketplace, honestly, you should be worried about that especially if you're not willing to actually have real, honest, God, direct human-to-human contact. That's where the money is going to be because so few people are developing that skill set. Um, and yeah, you're going to see a real, I think in the next 24 months, we're going to see a massive change in the market and it's going to be, you know, bifurcation is three, right? Mm -hmm. But sh you're still going to see bifurcation. No, I'm thinking of triumphant. Yeah, yep. bifurcation. You're <laughs> yeah. going to see those with skills and those without skills. And that's really where the rubber is going to meet the road. But as far as spokes to put on your wheel, you just got your license or you're wanting to take your existing business that's maybe been dependent on one of the other spokes to the next level. Well, here's what you're going to do. Add centers of influence and past clients. And you will soon discover if you've been in the business for a while and you start working centers of influence and past clients, you probably will be able to generate, like say, for example, you have you know 300 people, centers of influence and past clients. You're going to probably be able to generate, I would say conservatively, 10 or 15. Maybe You'll be able to generate probably 20 to 25 leads and maybe have 10 or 15 closings if you follow our system per year off that. And yes, you heard that correct. So if you're in a very uh, profit, uh, you know, higher end price range, you could do amazingly well just off centers of influence and past clients. Remember, guys, you can join Premier Coaching right now for free. Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Or just go to PremierCoaching.com. Go to PremierCoaching.com. Now, Julie, we've got about eight minutes left. So here's the last spoke. I'm going to tee it up. Of course, it's going to be direct, outbound, proactive lead generation to FISBOS, expireds, um, and you can do other things too we're going to talk about. Uh, now, what is proactive lead generation if you're listening to us for the first time? There's passive where you're waiting for the leads to come to you, which is what, frankly, most of you are going to, I think, overinvest in. Or there's proactive where you're going to where the lead's at. So if you have to make a choice, and, and I'll set it up for you. Julie and I are going to be in the end of, oh, I should announce it, right? Mm -hmm. Where are we doing that event? <laughs> you remember? Uh, it's Florida, but I don't, don't remember the town. So we're going to be in, I think it was Fort Myers, wasn't it? I think so. But Well, anyway, we're going to be announcing that we're going to be speaking at an event. It's going to happen next month. And I, here's what one of the things most likely we'll, we'll, we'll say, right? It depends on the audience. But so Julie and I are going to be standing in front of a room of probably 250 or 300 agents. And we're going to ask them what their lead generation sources are. And I'm sure most of them, there might be maybe five or six in the room that are going to say they're proactively generators. But most of them are going to say passive things. So then I'm going to ask this question. I'm going to say, okay, that's good. You know, all the things we talked about and you guys know about from listening to this podcast. And then we're going to say, all right, so if you absolutely positively 
had to take five listings in the next three days. I'm sorry, next 30 days. And uh, these listings had to be real listings, not listing leads or blah, 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 but contract signed in the MLS, actual listings. And you had to take five listings in the next 30 days. And maybe at the end of that, you would win some you know ridiculous prize or whatever, whatever the motivation would be, but you have to take five in the next 30 days. Then I'll ask the audience. So all of you who were saying marketing, centers of influence, past clients, social media, YouTube influencing, all of you who are doing all these different things, how many of you for sure will be able to tell me that 100% for sure you'll be able to list five list, take five listings from all the things that you're doing? And if they're being honest, which occasionally not some of them aren't, right? right? None of them are other than the proactive lead generators will be able to say for sure they can do that. Now I want you to understand. That is a real huge differentiator between what you could potentially accomplish and what most of your competitors are going to do. They're never going to learn how to do the real work of real estate, and they're never going to get the results of having predictable and duplicatable cash flow. That only comes from knowing how to actually proactively generate. In Premier Coaching, we teach you over 20 sources, 20 different, it's not just physical expireds and all the others. We're going to show you there's obviously there's probate, there's different um, for rent by owners. All the yeah, like right. That. Short term. We give you a long list of people that and here's where you go, get their names and their phone numbers. You can find out what they all in the house, and then boom, you're now able to have direct conversations with people who you already know want to sell their homes. And once you get good at those conversations, you can start every single day setting a pre-qualified listing appointment. And generally speaking, you're going to be able to list nine out of 10 of those listings. That's right. And remember at the top of this podcast, we were talking to you about the importance of maintaining control, not building your castle on somebody else's land. When you become great, even when you become good at being a proactive lead generator, a, a good to great prospector, you do have all of the control. You absolutely do. You know, I had a coaching client ask me yesterday, about I know about uh, she has to set two she has to set two listing appointments before her next coaching call and she said well how many contacts do you think it's going to take and I said well it depends on who you're talking to if you wanted to get over with quickly you talk to for sale by owners and expireds why because they have their hand in the air the for sale by owner is literally handing you their phone number they clearly have a house to sell you sell homes for a living versus if you want to do some circle prospecting and play dialing for dollars and have to make 100 contacts, well, that's your choice. So the pluses are the phone numbers are readily available for all these different sources. You already know the seller has to sell. If it's an expired, you know what the price isn't. You know what the, the seller is willing to pay a commission. You know you have all this information. So if you had to take five listings in 30 days, you know what you would do. Now, so that is the obvious positive benefits of this. And we teach you how to do this. This is the main focus mm -hmm. of, you know, frankly, some of you will never do it. And that's fine. We're going to have to talk about what you will do. But if you want to build a predictable and duplicatable business, now here's the downside. It takes skill. It takes patient, patience. You're not just going to be an expert at it on the first day. It takes getting over rejection. It takes getting over some of your head junk about doing this kind of work. But once you do, you will build a business where you own the land, your skill set, and you own the mansion you're building on top of it, which is your literal mansion, right? And, <laughs> right. and your business and your cash flow and your knowledge base. And what you can do once you have the skill set is you then can go, maybe you don't want to live in Columbus, Ohio anymore. Now you want to live in someplace else where it's sunny all the time. Maybe you want to, you guys get the point? You can raise your average sale price. You have ultimate control. You have a predictable, duplicatable business. And as a result, Tim, I think you would agree with us. Agents that are really great at these, this uh, prospecting spoke and its little mini spokes under it, 
they have the best profit because they're not spending their way. They're not running their business on hopium. They actually have the best net profit from their businesses because they do have that control. Well, they don't have to worry about some portal raising the, you know, Mickey Mouse fee. They don't have to worry right. about the quality of buyer leads. They don't have to worry about whether or not this area that they're going to mail postcards into, hoping that they're going to get people to want to call them when they're thinking about selling their houses. They don't have to worry about 10 other realtors doing the same thing. You or know? finding their video right. happenstance. You guys can improve your skill set, and there's lots of different ways to do it. Now, some of you are going to talk yourselves out of doing any of these things, some of you are going to, you know, maybe go, you're going to focus. If you find yourself focused on wanting to do the things that require the least skill and require, the, uh, frankly, the least likelihood of getting rejection, um, you're going to discover that's, that's the dr same direction everyone else goes. So what you're also going to discover, is that's where you're going to find the most competition, which is going to result in you having the least, uh, essentially the least likelihood of succeeding. Least control. Most, so the things that are the most passive are also the most expensive. Um, also going to have the most competition and get you the least results. The things that are the hardest cost you the least, uh, do require skill, do require you to become a true professional. But they work faster. But well, they work faster once, once you have got it. Once you have the skill set, right? It's what you know. It's the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. You start wanting to do it when you start getting the results and you start building your listing inventory and you start seeing your cash flow building because of the effort you make. Your life changes because you are in control. You have freedom. That is the most exciting coaching call that we ever get, 100%. that any of the coaches get. Isn't that great when they get the light bulb and they're like, you're not going to believe that this happened. Well, we do believe it because we've taught you to do it. But once that happens, and really it only takes the, that first victory that first expired Listing. that you list. Yes, exactly. that's right. That first for sale by owner that you list where they say, why, yes, I will list with you. When can we get the first showing going? Th those agents are so excited because then they say, okay, now I got to lather, rinse, repeat. And now you're really creating a business and momentum. That's right. So guys, thank you for keeping this number one listen to daily podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, remember to subscribe. Julie and I create a new podcast and a new YouTube video every single day. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you for continuing to make our podcast on iTunes, Spotters, uh, Spotter, Spotify, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, thank you for continuing to make it the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in the, at least the United States. It is our pleasure and our honor that all of you have chosen to have us as part of a, a regular part of your lives. All of you are part of our lives as well. If you have any suggestions or comments or concerns or whatever, always make sure you can uh, feel free to text me directly. This is my real text number. And I know there's literally tens of thousands of you that consume our podcast every day. But I do encourage you, if you have an idea, a suggestion, a comment, you can leave it in the comments, obviously, on YouTube. That's the easiest way. Or you can message me on Instagram. Or you can just directly text me at 512-758-0206. And yes, Julie and I are associated with eXp Realty. And yes, if you're interested in joining eXp Realty and you have not chosen a sponsor, Julie and I would love the opportunity to earn the right to be your eXp Realty sponsor. Please do text me directly at 512-758-0206. Your next natural step after listening to this podcast series is to join Premier Coaching. And the best part is Premier Coaching is 100% for free for you to join. And that does include a daily semi-private coaching call. Text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372. Or just go to PremierCoaching.com. Remember, when texting, message and data rates may apply. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>